Welcome to the Digital Dudes Podcast. I'm David. I'm Reed. Reed, today we're doing, a, will say, a truncated episode uh, on something that's been on the board for like a year before. <laughs> like we were going to talk about this before the law got passed, but um, then the law just, we realized, just got passed and we're like, shoot, we never talked about this. So let's talk about it and raise a little bit of awareness and give our thoughts on it. But um, the topic at hand is that, is that Maryland just passed an ad tax or a tax on digital advertising, um, which is scary because today, before this happened, in, at least in the US, I don't know of another um, type of advertising in any state that has taxes attached to it, whether that's newspaper, billboard, radio, TV, no other. When it comes to advertising, you don't pay taxes on on revenue or, you know, the ad that you put in the newspaper. And so now Maryland is saying we want to try to raise $250 million for the state. And so a way to do that is to tax big tech, uh, right? That's what I put in air quotes, big tech, which then to them means Facebook, Google, Amazon, and put a tax on ads. But I'm sort of going a little bit off on this, but the problem with it is like that where's that tax going to go? If you tax Google or, or Amazon, do you think they're just going to eat it or are they going to pass it down, down the chain? So anyways, that's me getting rambly, but yeah. What do you think? Well, let me back all the way up to the word truncated. Um, I'm a fan of that word and (laughs) you know, you're usually good for, I think one a day. Um, So I'm just making a mental note that I want to create a daily word calendar um and see how far i can get with it but i think i think our employees at least it's a word calendar i thought you were gonna go with like a toilet paper word of the day (laughs) well for for some of your words that might be better (laughs) but but most of them are are really really fun um yeah i agree i think this is this is not good um and i i i feel like it's kind of short-sighted um I, meaning I don't know if Maryland's anticipating the kind of blowback that that's going to occur because if this if if this does get more widespread adoption and I I didn't hear you mention Europe but I think this is you know fair to say this is where this has really started um, then how do you think they are going to react which I assume they are going to pass on the cost somehow and then what do you think that means for small and medium businesses? You know, um, because agencies I'll say like us are not suited and it's because there's so much margin compression, things are so thin when in this space now, um, that, that that's going to get passed on once again. So, uh, meaning, you know, to our own clients and that, that, uh, that's not going to sit well. And whether you're looking at the tech giants or whether you're looking at small business between the two, that that's an enormous amount of blowback that they're going to deal with. Um, so I think I'm, I'm curious within, you know, either your own head or, or, you know, what you've seen or read, cause I know you've done more homework on this than I have, but is it fair to say this is just a, a creative way for Maryland to, to, you know, find $250 million or is this more to, or is there more to it? Cause I feel like, and it, and we're seeing it mostly, you know, and we've discussed this in the past on the antitrust um, and, you know, Amy, uh, uh, gosh, not, not locker. Uh, she's the Senator out of Minneapolis, but she just announced today, like further, you know, efforts uh, on, on the antitrust, like um, 
I don't want to call it initiative, but legislation, she, she's looking to spearhead. Um, but there's just, my point is there's, there's such a focus right now on these tech giants, you know, and it, it seemed mostly built around the monopolies, you know, and, and then, you know, that obviously comes with extraordinary revenue. And so it's like, are, are they picking on the gut? And I'm not saying they shouldn't, but my, hopefully, you know, my question here is, do you think this is just a creative way for, for a state to, to create money? Or is this also somewhat <laughs> of like a vendetta now that, that um, is building like momentum um, against these, these massive tech giants? So uh, I listened to some interviews with the sponsor of, uh, uh, of, of it in Maryland. And he really kept coming back to uh, let's make big tech pay their fair share. And so he was just constantly just hitting this and they would say like, well, I don't understand it. You know, like CNN would ask him, I don't understand. Like you don't tax billboards or TV, do you? So is there, you know, is this fair for other advertising? And he would just say like, we're trying to make big tech, big tech pay their fair share. So maybe we should also hit on some of the details of, of, uh, what's in in the law so that it's uh, it's a little bit more clear. But basically, well, real, quick, real, real quick before you do that, let me just back up that that point, I guess, or that question. Did TV in its heyday, you know, get taxed? Did newspaper in its heyday? Did radio? Because you could say, as conglomerates, they were every bit the monopoly, you know, or monopolies that that you're seeing here. Whether it was you know Gannett, whether it's CBS. Um, you know, the networks, et cetera. So I'm just, you know, I just think it's fair to, that is a very fair question. You know, um, now all the money is moving to digital advertising and these tech companies and suddenly they're, they're getting marked. So go right. ahead. And continue. Yeah. From what I've seen, obviously there's a decline in like terrestrial style advertising, right? Sure. And then those sure. dollars are being shifted to digital. It's not like it's like new dollars being spent. So to your point, uh, there, there weren't taxes on these other mediums before, even though, as you said, there's giant companies associated there. And in fact, it's even worse, not to get too far back in history, but um, when when the government re let, uh, let uh, release the spectrum so that people could start broadcasting like radio and TV, part of their whole thing, this is like back in like the 40s or 50s, is they said, hey, we'll give you the spectrum so you can broadcast television, but you have to put on an hour of news a day or an hour of news a day for, for the good of the public. And, yep. uh, and we're going to give that to you for free. The rest of, of it you're going to pay for, but we're going to give this to you for free. And then what happens, they start running ads on the, on the news and the news right. becomes one of the most profitable things that they do. And yet they're getting that spectrum for free from, so it's like taxpayers are paying for your spectrum and then you're earning money on it. So that's like a, a bigger problem. And now they're, you know, as we transition to digital, um, it's not like the, um, like the the American taxpayer is is giving this the spectrum of of the internet for free. You the taxpayer pays for that spectrum, right? They, I mean, meaning we pay Comcast or whoever for our own internet access, and now you're going to also then tax. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a way of trying to raise money, uh, but I think they're they're um, living or like really pushing their agenda by jumping on to the whole antitrust thing, being like, well, hey, big tax has been avoiding or big tech has been avoiding taxes for years. They're you know, like Amazon famously for like 20 years didn't pay taxes, but that's because they were using other mechanisms like research and development to like eat up their tax dollars. And so that's, those are other mechanisms. So you can't really punish them for like the problems you already have in the tax code, the way I see it. And if you start to do things like this, it's only going to make big tech try to go overseas like Apple did, where they're like, well, we're going to go to Ireland. 
right? And, uh, and, and park our cash there instead of in the US so it doesn't get hit. So I don't think you're, you're actually going to be getting anything out of this besides, as you're saying, like this roll down. Uh, and so now let me hit the roll down. So the whole point they're saying why it's big tech that they're hitting is because this tax starts for companies that make over $100 million in revenue globally. So it's not just $100 million in, in Maryland. You're saying, I'm going to take your entire global footprint and decide how, what tax bracket I'm going to put you in, which is a problem. That's People are saying that's that's unconstitutional because you don't do that in other mechanisms. You say like, hey, if you sold a Twinkie here, we're going to charge sales tax on that Twinkie here, not how many Twinkies do you sell you know, across the globe. So they're setting your band based on how many Twinkies you sell across the globe. But um, but then there, that sets your your tax bracket. So tax bracket for $100 million is 2.5%. And then there's a couple of different ladders. And once you do more than $15 billion in revenue globally, they tax you at 10%. So 10% tax is pretty pretty hardcore, particularly like because most sales tax, a lot of people see sales tax be like 7%. But that 7% isn't, isn't all like one entity. It's like you have your local... Uh, sales tax that's lumped in there plus the state sales tax. So it's several different sales taxes that are lumped into like a 7% sales tax. So to go straight to 10% at a state level is pretty hardcore. Um, and to you, to your point, Reed, if, if Twinkie doesn't eat the 7% sales tax, right? Uh, they pa- that gets passed on the consumer pays the 7%. When what do you think is going to happen with your Google invoice when it has a 10% tax on it? Google's not going to eat that. They're going to tack that onto your invoice. And what's going to happen with like a digital or anybody else? We're going to have to add 10% to your invoice, right? And then the customer, whether if, forget apartments for a second, let's say it's John's pizza shop. John's pizza shop is going to have to then add somehow that 10% is going to have to come out of their side and they don't, small businesses don't earn a lot. So all of this is going to roll downhill. One well, maybe I'll pause for a second because I'm about to go on another ramp, but I'll let you respond. <laughs> no, I think, you know, um, it's no different really than than income tax, you know, uh, meaning you have the top 1% and one way or another, they always seem to find a way around, right? You know, the 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 consequences of that or what's aimed, you know, to say, hey, you have all the money in the world, you know, you should be paying more taxes. So in a way, this is the same thing, except, you know, the 1% is is Google, it's Amazon, it's Netflix, and they're going to find a way. And what's going to happen, like you just said, is it'll roll down and hit the middle class, in this case, the SMBs. Um, whether you're in the digital marketing world like we are or whether you're the end customer. And that also, take one step further, that will impact performance because if they can't support the same budgets or the same amount isn't going to their advertising spend as it used to, then they aren't going to generate the same amount of attention um, you know, for their businesses. So it's a problem all the way across the board. Last thing I'll just say on this uh, is the 10% is, is extraordinary to me. Um, and and we've been very open before on 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 this podcast. Frankly, we always are. But when it comes to to margins on a lot of this, I'll just point at Google right now on their their search. You know, for for companies that are helping you know provide that uh, service, you're you're looking at low single digits as far as kind of the the net income on that. So you throw in ten percent. If we if we were to try and deal with that we're not selling search anymore. You know, we're, we have to just figure something else out other, or we penalize, like we just said, you know, our, our clients, which then eventually just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and they fire us, 
because they're like, this isn't working for us anymore. Um, and they'll go try and find somebody else. Uh, so yeah, this is, this is a hot mess for sure in the making. Um, well, I'll just stop there. Go ahead move on to your next rant. Okay. So then the other problem is it, the, the folks that wrote this law, and we experienced this with the, with our own lawsuit that we went through, they don't understand how digital advertising works. So most digital advertising, there's a lot of middlemen involved and that revenue passes through the entirety of the middlemen. So like, let's say that someone buys, let's just make it easy, a hundred dollars of display from, from digital. Let's say digital uses the trade desk as our, as our fulfillment center. We send the hundred dollars to trade desk. Then trade desk uses like four or five different networks, Google's network, Amazon, Facebook, and all of these other ones that you've never heard of before. And they send that hundred dollars. So everybody in the chain is getting this hundred dollars along the way. The law doesn't distinguish. Is it like, it's almost like last click attribution. It doesn't say where did the money stop? Like what? Yes. Right. Yeah. So that means like, um, it, that means if digital is doing more, yeah, yeah, exactly. You might end up with like a 40% tax because it's hit like four different places along the way that that's, that's a big problem. And so is everybody just going to say like, like the middlemen, like trade desk be like, well, nobody knows who the hell I am. So I ain't going to do anything. <laughs> they just turtle up and they just wait to see if like anybody's going to hit them. I, I remember like the first startup I was a part of was heavy e-commerce. And, um, and for that, it, we, at first we were based in California and in Connecticut. And there were some laws that were like, Hey, you should pro you, it could be seen that we should charge some sales tax on anybody that we ship to. So if I ship to somebody in Idaho, then, um, then, uh, and I'm based in California, then I should have to pay, should I have to pay California sales tax or should I have to pay Idaho sales tax? And at the time, this is like 2001, 2002. So there's no, there, there was no tech to keep track of all of these, like the, the 50,000 different sales tax laws across the country. So we were like, well, I guess it's a very gray area because e-commerce online is so new. So we're just not going to do it. And you'll remember Amazon had this for a while. For a while, people buy from Amazon instead of Walmart because Amazon just said, for 15 years, they're like, we're just not going to charge tax. And then eventually they got hit with certain states that were like, hey, if you have a warehouse in our state, then you have to charge the local tax. I'll tell you what happened to us. California changed their law where they were going to basically it was very clear that as an e-commerce company, if we had a presence in California, we were going to have to pay tax. So we flat out moved within within three weeks. I left California, moved to the East Coast, went to Connecticut. Connecticut was like, nope, you don't have to do it. And that and that was just to avoid that that sales tax side of things. So you don't think that, you know, Google's going to would do the same thing. Like it, I was a small company, a big company with what way more at stake. They're going to do something else. Right. Um, so there, this gets even worse. Reed the, notice that they think big tech with a hundred million dollars is where this starts. Guess where apartments.com sits in this equation. They make over a hundred million dollars in revenue. <laughs> like just the they site make over a billion in revenue. Yeah, well, and that's that's what's also not clear. It says who makes more than a hundred million dollars in ad revenue. Now, CoStar makes well over a billion dollars, so they'd be at that ten percent. But there's way more included in there besides just ad sales. Now, the question is, does all of the are they going to consider? You should like a listing on Apartments.com be an ad sale. You should, but also like, are they going to lump CoStar into this ten billion? Also, because everything is lumped under CoStar, right? All of the different affiliates in that network. Are they then better to break these out so that they can try to hit under 100 million uh, for each of these so that they're not included? 
But regardless, if you just take the website apartments.com, in 2019, they had made 155 billion, 155 million on that site. And reportedly, they've been growing more than 20% a year. So they're definitely like above the mark. So you can't, you can't, you can't stop it. Apartments.com should then have to pay a 10% sales tax in the state of Maryland. And then it's not like this would stop at Maryland. Other states look at one another. Once this gets passed, it rolls. And so there's currently five additional states that are looking at this right now that have current laws in motion on the books ready to get voted on. Um, so yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah. And I, I wonder why Maryland and why these other four states, and I don't know if California is included in that, but you think, you know, that would make sense because they have all, all the big tech. But on the other hand, to your point, you know, these big techs aren't going to stay, stick around long if, if they have to part with 10% of their, their gross revenue, or at least it would seem um, if, unless, you know, they're just like, we will pass this on. This isn't going to affect us. It's going to affect everybody else, um, which, you know, one way or another, this if this stays um, kind of state state decision, right, um, and doesn't get you know federal legislation like or federal legislation doesn't get involved, then it will be really fascinating to see where the new tech you know hubs are right across the country because other states will see this as a huge opportunity. You know, your Connecticut example, it's like, come on over here. You know, we 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 can find different ways to make this work. So that, that's been interesting just in the last several years, you know, where where um, new tech kind of hubs are, are flaring up. Um, there's something else you said. Uh, oh, yeah, like that, the, the compounded interest, you know, in a way, it's like we'll get somebody, you know, we may not get the 40 percent that passed or the four different people, but we'll get somebody. Um, I, I'm wondering more about what you, you mentioned as far as a listing versus like search you know, where will they have to def ultimately define that? Where does it stop? I guess is what I'm saying. Cause like, think about content marketing, you know, that's not reselling. That's not as easy to, to get at. I mean, then you're like, well, what about PR? Like where, wh where does this all end as far as digital, you know, advertising, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know how much that was like spelled out, but that, that would be a huge point of contention, right? If it's like, this is totally labor-based, this isn't just putting somebody's listing up or reselling Facebook's inventory or something. So um, th that's more me just being you know curious, but mm -hmm. it's going to also make it really hard because then potentially they, they start putting different tax on different services underneath the umbrella, the much bigger umbrella, right, that we're talking about here. And, and how do you arrive at that? Um, yeah, I mean, just that this is going to be really interesting. We may decide to sell the company in the next two years <laughs> if, uh, if it doesn't look good. <laughs> so the other states, the biggest one is New York, um, Montana, Connecticut, Nebraska, Oregon, and Indiana. So New York is big, uh, but not as big. Multifamily is kind of different up in New York. So really you have like those other states like, you know, like Montana, Nebraska, Oregon, Indiana, because Connecticut's kind of in the New York category, but uh, that would impact our, our types of customers. The, the other thing on that to your point, Reed, is like, how much does this then start changing your strategy in the state of Maryland? You're like, shoot, man, I'm not going to pay a 10% Google tax. I guess I'm going to get, get rocking on that SEO or like, or like, you know, content generation or something like you just start focusing on these other things. Cause you, it, I still don't think that a 10% increase means that I should say a 10% increase on your Google spend doesn't mean it's still not worth it over like trying to run radio ads or, or newspaper or something. It definitely hurts though. 
but on the, uh, but if, if now it would make me start exploring some of these other things, um, saying like, could I, you know, can I rework as you're saying my content strategy, but I do think anything that's classified as an ad and is cleared out, um, called out as an ad, it seems like that should count. Um, meaning I, you're probably going to have a lot of people playing like weird defense, um, like on definitions, be like, well, that's what I was say, yeah, what constitutes? Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely gonna be a big part of what will happen in the courtrooms or you know, whatever. Um, I, I feel for the Maryland, you know, digital agencies right now. Uh, you know, we're, we have the luxury at least today of, you know, being in a ton of different markets. So it's like, yeah, if we, if it came to it, we could shift our strategy, but you know, if you're in one of those States, uh, not not so lucky. I, it's also an interesting collection. That's what I was saying to you at the beginning. It's like, why Maryland? Why Indiana? Why Oregon? Why New York? You know, is it, you know, for states that are really desperate to raise tax? Is it for states that feel like they're not getting their share or that, it you know, I mean, New York, you'd expect, but we both know that, that there isn't a lot of tech headquartered there for probably mostly the tax reason, but it's also not a destination for, for engineers um, or, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, that, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. Maybe that's to part know. of the problem is like these state, it's not California where t tech is headquartered, but it doesn't matter. Like Maryland passes this Google doesn't have to be headquartered there. You still get hit with it. Right. And so maybe part of the problem is, uh, like with New York, it's like, well, shoot, if you're not going <laughs> to put any headquarters here, we're just going to find another right. way to get some cash. Yeah, it makes sense to me because think of the workforce. I mean, I don't know what total the uh, what's the acronym again. I always forget it. Fang. The big, yeah, Fang. Thank you. I don't know why I forget that, but anyways, how how many do you think they employ in California? You know, so as as much as you could say California should do this because they would just you know crush it. it. No, no, they wouldn't. If Maryland's using all revenue and not just Maryland revenue. <laughs> You know, if that's the precedent, then it, it makes no sense for them, right? Because they have so much money coming through, you know, with with the workforce that there's that's employed there in California. So I'm sure they'll be the last to enter, uh, enter, enter, enter into some type of agreement like this. Well, and to your point, like, I think this is more indicative of of how um, government has has started has begun to move to increase taxes. Like they know that if you try to add taxes on read Wyckoff, that people are probably going to vote against that. But you can sneak some of these other things in where people aren't even aware, like the public doesn't even vote on this. Like it's just, you know, it goes straight to, you know, the hundred people in government that are like, that's a good idea. Yeah, we could raise some money that way. So it's a way to start slipping in some revenue streams for the government without having to really get public buy-in from it. it kind of goes under the radar, but it doesn't matter. It's still, obviously everything's interconnected. It flows down to the customer. Um, so I, I'm even again, like just restating, even though they say it's going to hit big tech, it's going to pass down to the consumer again, like with John's pizza shop or something. He, just like us, we couldn't take a 10% hit. Neither, neither can he. Yeah. Well, and with this $1.9 trillion re relief fund, which I think is needed, whether it's should be 1.9 or whether it should be, you know, as Republicans were thinking, I think 600 million. Um, which is far, far different than uh, 1.9 trillion. But um, everybody's worried about the implications of that, right? It's like, we know we need something to get things turned around, get the economy turned around, but the consequences are going to be taxes. And, you know, 
one way or another, you know, the government's going to get theirs. And this is, this is not, as you said, this is kind of what, what the public wouldn't know about, um, but still ultimately does affect them. And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a shell game, you know, um, backing up again to more towards the beginning of this, this, uh, snack cast or, uh, truncated, truncated, um, is, you know, the, the, the punishment, um, you know, that, that seems that they want to seem to hand out. I feel like, you know, what scares me as far as the momentum of this is the political, uh, you know, benefit, if you will, there's a paranoia, you know, and I'm not saying it's wrong around data and around, um, you know, these companies influence. And I think that's where politicians are just going to triple down, you know, which means don't expect this to go away. Cause they're like, yeah, right now, everybody's talking about, you know, Facebook, Google, like being able to brainwash, you know, you know, the world, not, not just, uh, not just in the States. Um, and they know everything about you. And, and so my point here is they're building up, you know, the, the mob, if you will, like, which is, which is the general public, you know, it's like, we're going to make Google public enemy number one, you know, and Amazon number two and, and, whatever, right? Netflix, Facebook, number three and four. And so um, that that is when you have the public behind you, you have the, the politicians tripling in and, and there's that kind of money that's also available, we'll just say through things like tax, it's highly likely that this is going to just build, build more and more momentum and adoption. So the smartest thing you could do, not that I'm talking to anyone other than I guess ourselves, but <laughs> whether it's content or other ways of reinventing, um, I don't see a whole lot that one way or another wouldn't get taxed, but it's definitely going to have a lot of businesses rethinking things that are in the space, you know. Um, and then I, I hate to say I, I don't know how the SMBs deal with this. I think they're just going to be kind of screwed, you know, which is just gross to say, but they, they get it happens a lot. And I think that, that that's going to happen with this whole movement. Yeah, I know um, we just as we move to wrap this up, when I'm state a couple more things you uh you be briefly mentioned that this has started to happen in europe so we got a, a notice from google um earlier this month on march 2nd i'm looking at it where you know for any ad served in Fran france or any ad served in spain there's now a two percent regulatory operating cost on your invoice and in, in statement so just proving the point here if this tax goes through we're gonna get another notice from google that says any ads run in maryland i mean sorry this tax did go through. It's supposed to take effect this month, like sometime uh, in the next like 10 days. If uh, Now, there are several organizations that are suing Maryland uh, saying this is unfair. Let's let's reverse this. But I don't know how that works where it's like, well, do we just put this on pause then until we see those lawsuits go like, you know, run their course? I Obviously, we're just going to have to wait around because we have properties in Maryland. We just have to wait around and see if we, uh, you know, when we get that, that notice from Google. But um you know, we, I'd expect the same thing from from Facebook, right? They just gonna you know, say this is now a two percent tax on on any ads that you've run in that state. So I definitely think it's um, well, hopefully it's clear. It's like this has happened before. It started to happen in Europe. I do think you're right. This is a way to to start. Um, you know, uh, I guess just continuing building on on the bad, uh, you know, uh, public opinion right now of some of these big tech firms. But you know, this is not the way to go about it. There's a there's a structural problem with why you you think that they're not being taxed fairly that's different but throwing more on doesn't mean that that's going to fix the overall problem they're just going to 
find ways around that then too. So go, go try to fix the other problem first, as opposed to doing it this way. And this is going to have a ton of, you want to talk about disparate impact, like the disparate impact on this one is wide, right? Uh, you know, that's your Google, your Facebook, but your John pizza and your apartments.com. I mean, it's all going to come back and hit you. Yeah. That's our fair housing plug for those that, you know, weren't, weren't catching that, but, um, my not cliffhanger, but question is, uh, back to like where this begins and ends. Um, Amazon, you know, now is definitely like full bore with their advertising platform, whereas it was just nascent stages and kind of a joke just a few years ago. I don't know what that represents as far as their, their, their pie, their revenue pie, but clearly ad serving and, and their commerce is still, you know, at the top. So my question in this is where, and I don't think you have the answer yet, but that's what will be interesting is uh, back to the definitions or categories within these conglomerates, like these tech giants, you know, are they only focused on, on the advertising revenue or should SaaS at large be on notice here? Like even somebody, I'll just use Slack, you know, is it like, well, what does this mean for us? You know, we're, we're not selling advertising, but certainly, you know, we, we're making, you know, millions, billions of dollars in, um, you know, SaaS revenue. So it, it, that I'll be fascinated to see, you know, again, if it if it starts to permeate, you know, some of these other um, revenue, that, you know, companies in the, in the tech space. Such a good point, because think back to when you have to go to Best Buy to pick up a copy of Windows and you got hit with the sales tax then. And then right. when Windows started going online, it, you know, you don't get hit with the tax. So it's a great, great point. I feel like that's more fair than the advertising tax. Yeah. It's like there's a yeah. precedent here, like you're selling a product. Let's let's charge the product. Um which in a way I, I might start to argue that ads are a product. And I just, I, obviously I believe in being fair. So if we're going to tax ads in one capacity, let's tax them in all capacities, <laughs> not just, not on the tech side, but also uh, it makes total sense to me, like why a SaaS product should, you know, m maybe should be taxed instead of, a, maybe mm -hmm. that's why they have the name service in there, read software as a service. It's like yeah. Yeah, tax services. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, good stuff, man. Yeah, well, not um, really, but good topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, lot, a small thing that has enormous implications. But um, obviously, this will you'll probably hear hear us um, in the future talk more developments on this. But right now, oof, I uh, obviously we don't have any lobbyists, so let's just hope that uh, that those big tech are putting enough lobbyists on the top. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that part. Yeah. Yeah.